Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name is Jess. Hello, I'm Sam. Hello, if you're a returning listener. Hi, good evening. Hello. Hi, again. Another month. Another month by FaceTime. Yeah, we cannot still be in person. Who knows when we'll next be in person recording this, actually. Actually see each other properly. Not that you can really see me properly. We're doing it via FaceTime and my um <laughs> computer's kinda of slanted so she can just see the top of my head. So like nose up. I'm gonna take a picture and I'll post it on, on the ground. <laughs> I don't even have to smile or anything. <laughs> it's just it's great. But how has your month been anyway? Well, really busy as you can imagine. I've been going to gigs. Um, it's a bit same old, same old, really. Yeah. To be fair, just trying to work from home with children. Difficult, I'd imagine. I started a diet. Well done. So that I don't put on any more weight as a result of this virus. Yep. And whilst I have got dark chocolate in my hand, it is allowed according to my um, meal plan. So. And it's a healthier mm. alternative. It's a bit darker than I'd normally have as well, so it's like ninety percent mm. cocoa, so it's quite bitter, but I'm getting used to it. Mmm, check you out. And I learned how to make energy balls. Oh, okay, mm. you're like a new person. You're not. I've, I've worked out every day. I am. I've worked out every day for since last Monday. Yesterday, I did my workout with Noah. Mm. He was still awake. And um, I was lying on the floor doing, do you know what a bridge is? Yeah. Yeah, so your hips up in the air, mm-hmm. knees bent, and then your other foot's going up mm-hmm. in five seconds or whatever. And he was laying across my stomach, mm-hmm. playing with his car down the other side. <laughs> Great. And then I did sumo squats with him in my arms. Okay. I mean, at least that's like, he's acting like a, a weight in a way, you know, I guess. A pretty big one, yeah. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> well, he's quite a chunky boy. Um, I remember saying that and you always getting a little bit annoyed at me, so you're like, it's my son, it doesn't matter. Mother's privilege Whatever. It was pretty How dramatic. Um, again... Been doing so much. Been outside. No. Um, yeah, it's been all right. Standard, standard. Um, just continuing doing editing stuff. Um, I had to jumpstart a car for the first time while dad was over the phone. It went fine. Ash did most of it, not going to lie. Um, and tomorrow, dad is having to fit a new battery for me. And yes, we will be two metres apart because we do not live in the same household. But I will be watching from a two metre distance. So... You might as well just stay indoors and watch him from the window. Yeah, but he probably wants me there to see. So I know for future reference. Yeah. So that was fun having to buy a new car battery. But, you know, that's the most entertainment I think I've had. It was Ash's birthday last month so I had to try and come up with a little fun day for him which I think he enjoyed so yeah that was about it really oh, well that sounds like fun did he have a good day yeah he did he's he's did 25 I did I did so he just wanted a chocolate sponge um, and then what did I put in the middle? I think it was just vanilla icing. And then I put Kinder Buenos on the top. No. Yeah. No. I tried. You, got, you definitely got some points that day, I reckon. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Very, very nice. But he then, because dad and then his mum kind of came to drop little packages off, sort of, again, at a two-metre distance, we ended up with quite a lot of cake, to be fair, so... For someone that doesn't really like cake, he got a lot of cake. So. It's the noise thing. Yeah, I think he just prefers other, other stuff, savory. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, there's not much to say. I just can't believe this is going on, really. No, I know. 
We'll have to see what happens. It still, still feels quite surreal. Mm. And it may, and it's weird to think that I haven't seen you for what six seven weeks. Yeah, now. like in person. Yeah. In person. Um, been in my office for six, seven weeks. You know, it's it's really odd. We bumped into Shannon and Stuart the Aww. other day or when we were on our walk. Oh. And it was so nice. I can't tell you how happy I was after that. Yeah. Because I'd seen my best friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. weird, really weird. I think what's getting to me the most is sort of what we were kind of speaking about before. Um, so it's sort of like, who knows when this is actually all going to be back to normal mm. so the fact that maybe even in, in a year's time not everything is going to be 100% normal or how it mm. was before should I say I think is quite scary because we all get very stuck in our ways so the fact that you know we're going to have to take precautions after lockdown as well which obviously is the right thing but it's just strange that you know you still in a year's time might not have to, like might not be in a in a shop and be able to again be within that two meter distance of someone it's um, or or um, you might not be able to go out there wearing PPE. Yeah. You might have to have a mask because um, I think it was in Spain they have to wear a mask on public transport. Yeah, scary. Which always on, so be interesting. And it's not really like now you can learn to drive, really, is it? <laughs> so. No. You won't be two meters apart. I didn't even think about driving instructors. No, scary times. I've gone for definitely a chilled, chilled out mm-hmm. vibe that you just, again, could be sat there laying in bed and, you know, makes you feel calm inside. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. So what um, albums have you been listening to? Um, so first one, I was actually supposed to speak about last month and I completely mm-hmm. forgot. So I feel like a terrible fake fan right now. I didn't speak about Childish Gambino's album, did I? <laughs> No, you did not. So it's a little bit late, but I'm doing it now. So the album is called 3.15.20, which is a date, effectively. That is, um, it got put on his website um, as like one whole sort of like track. Um, So you couldn't kind of, you had to like skip and kind of guess which tracks you were at. Um, But he did take that down pretty quickly. Um, so everybody was kind of waiting for it to be put on streaming um, platforms, which it did, which was great. Um, so it's 12 songs, 57 minutes, 44 seconds. Um, so it was very unexpected. We all went to sleep, then we woke up, and then there was a new Childish Gambino album. So very excited. The album kind of goes through like a journey of his like different sounds I would say so you kind of get songs that sound like childish from because of the internet album you then get vibes of um awaken my love which is kind of the more 70s vibing album um so I know a lot of people to begin with the first couple tracks are a little bit strange like a lot of like weird sounds very like experimental kind of like but you start listening to it and it's a bit like, this is a bit weird. But then it definitely gets into some really good, like, poppy songs. Then again, some, like, Prince vibes are chucked in there sometimes. Um, yeah. 
So it's very out there, as you kind of would expect from Childish now. Um, but again, you get some of his like old vibes peeking through, which is quite nice. All the songs are actually... I think there's only actually two tracks that actually have a word as the title. All the rest of them are like numbers. So they're like yeah. timestamps, effectively. Um, he did also put a song on there that he released like two years ago but he didn't name that as the original title. I don't know how I feel about that. You've recycled a song that you did like two years ago. Unless maybe he was writing the album. Hmm? Didn't he do that on another album? I don't know. I feel like we've had this conversation about him before. No, I feel like it's just someone else. I think we had that debate, but to be fair, he could have, yeah, yeah. But he could have been writing this album for that long, potentially. We don't know. Um, but yeah, overall, I did like it. I don't, it's not one. It breaks my heart that I would be rushing to like, oh, I need to listen to it. There are, again, certain songs that I would be more compelled to listen to rather than the whole album. But yeah, it's good. As I said, it's kind of expected of like what Childish Gambino is now. Like he's very experimental, a bit weird. Not in a bad way. Weird is not necessarily a negative term. Um, but I did like Time, which is featuring Ariana Grande. Woohoo. Yes. The song 1910, which is like really funky and kind of makes you want to dance. And then the last one is 3531, which is really awkward to say it like that. On um, Apple Music, it, they put it down as top. Interesting. It's hard, because as I said, it's one of those albums that kind of have different vibes. So yeah, you do get the ones that are a bit more poppy, but then you kind of get your like 70s kind of funk in there. You get your like rap childish because of the internet kind of era. Yeah, it was it was okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think again, because I hold him on such a high standard sometimes it's really hard to meet that standard or you always compare them to you know their previous stuff but I'm not saying it was bad it was good i just prefer some of his other albums i think that's fair enough yeah yeah so um the first time i'm going to speak about which is no surprise to anyone is dark the, the dark lane demo tapes by drake sorry i just needed to put my teeth <laughs> Um, it's 14 songs and 50 minutes. Um, it, I really enjoyed it. I know, I know there's a lot. Of, there's a few people just saying, like, why has he done this? But I'm not being funny. He's in quarantine too. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. So he's done it with um, some of the people in the OVO, you know, crew. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it is basically, I don't know if it's an album or an EP, I don't know how to describe it. He calls it demo tape. Yeah. So for me, it's it's like a preview. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think personally it's a preview of things to come. Yeah. Um and he he kind of says that on Instagram. So I'm just really excited because it's got some of his old older kind of first album vibes in it. Yeah. But it's also got a lot of new sounds in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going with the new kind of... Like hip-hop's got a bit of a new sound at the moment, hasn't it? Yeah. And I think he's trying to pick that up and use it in his own way. Um, and he's also picking up on the whole people like a, a song to TikTok to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's live. Yeah, so... I knew you were going to be listening to that one, so... Yeah. Yeah. My next one is Circa Waves, and the album is called Sad Happy. So it's 15 songs, 46 minutes, 49 seconds. So 
I didn't actually realise. So it was released in a two-part album kind of style. So it was broken down into Happy, which came out in January, and then Sad came out in March. So then they've kind of, they released those two parts separately and now they've put it all together for Sad Happy. So apparently the front man said, we live in a world split into extreme halves. So it kind of represents happy and then the extreme other version of that is sad. So it's kind of like a reminder that it's perfectly normal to be both of those emotions. Especially, I feel like that's really relevant right now in what we're going through. Because you are going to have days where you're going to feel a lot better than others. So yeah, like researching into it, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I like that. Um, But I finally figured out with this album why I'm kind of drawn to this band. It's because they kind of remind me of the Wombats. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're ripping them off, but they've got that kind of charm about them, that kind of indie charm that I'm like, yeah, this is like kind of like an offshoot of the wombat. So of course I'm gonna be all over that. And kind of in that wombat style. So obviously you have the section that is sad, but not every one of those songs necessarily have like slow or they're like downbeat. Some of them do sound quite happy, but it's in the lyrics that are, you know, quite sad about breakups and all that kind of jazz. Which, yeah, is kind of a Wombats thing to me. So, but yeah, I really like Circle Wave. So I'm excited to see what they do in the future. I feel like you would really like this album as well. Um, Again, it just has that kind of charm to it where you're just like, okay, I want to keep listening to this because it is kind of similar to what's out there already. But again, they just have that kind of thing where you're like, okay, I actually feel kind of chilled out and kind of happy when I listen to them. So... That is always a good thing. Um, So I like the song Be Your Drug, which is slightly a rocky, slightly rockier. And then Sad Happy, which kind of has um, MGMT vibes, if you know that band. Um, And then the last one is Move to San Francisco, which was a bit of a happier one. So, yeah. Plus from me. Right, so the next album I want to talk about is, again, pointless for us. Anyone? Oh. Um, his contract's up with the um, record label. 
So Did he say he was going to move on to anything else? Or he literally was just like, that's the last album. I oh, shit. Know. But he also said something which I found really weird. So yeah. he said that this album, he wanted to release something that got his approval. Basically, he was saying it's not the best he could do, but it was good enough. Weird. Which I found really odd, and I don't know. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know if he's having issues with the record label, maybe. Maybe. And so he's just doing the bare minimum that he can. Like he's, he said he's proud of the work. I, I think it's a kind of I could I could have done better, but I just didn't. Hmm. Um, but he said he wouldn't put anything out there that he didn't think was good enough. Yeah. Um. And, and this is what it is, and it's more of a mixtape album. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really, there's no, like, theme, as it were. Um, not that you really have to have that. <laughs> um, my favourite songs from the album is the opening track, Pricey and Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Pricey and Spicy. <laughs> the Coldest Playboy. Um, as I said, Dope Boy's Diary. And P A I N, which actually reminds me of another song that I can't talk about, but because it's a song that is in my uh, theme. Okay, that is fine. Music. <laughs> that is fine. Oh, it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was really shocked, to be honest. Yeah. You know, he supported Drake last year, and that was—he was amazing. Yeah, so good, full of energy, mm-hmm. bouncing everywhere, and going into the crowd. Lovely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't like an awful album, but I mean, it's not great it's that not he sort of was like. I quite enjoyed it. But then, yeah, he's kind of like, yeah, could have done better. Mm. Maybe there is other issues that, again, we don't know about. You know, mm. there could be so many things. Yeah. Um, but you know. Hope for your sake it's not true and that he will release other music, but or maybe he's just gonna change his like name. I don't know if he'd do that. Anyway, time will tell. Who knows? Um, so my last one is an EP. So it's not an album, it's an EP. Um, but I did actually feel like the past month there wasn't necessarily a lot of new stuff, especially on my radar. Again, it could be just because the times we're living in, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I don't know. But I didn't really feel like there was a lot. I felt, I felt there was a bit of a, um, I don't know, there was a bit of a, a shift. Like, there was loads of music and now there's hardly any. But again, it could mm. be quarantine, so we don't know. Um, But this EP is by Pip Millet, and it's called Lost in June. So it's eight songs, 21 minutes and 11 seconds. Again, it hits on that territory where it could be like eight songs is an album to someone. Um, but it is quite short. So it's only 20 minutes of your time. Um, so I actually know this artist because she did a cover of Try a Little Tenderness. So I knew her sort of from that. And she's got such like a soothing vibe about her, which is kind of ironic because it relates to the theme um, of this episode. Um, But she kind of makes like chilled but emotional music. So again, you could be in the bath, like relaxing, but she could be singing about some like emotional stuff. So it hits you on all kinds of levels. You're like, oh, I'm relaxed. Oh, no, I'm feeling feeling emotions. Um, I think you would like it because it's like R&B, soul kind of route. Um, yeah, and she's got a really, really, really nice voice. And again, yeah, her music is just really soothing. That's the best way to describe it. Um, it could send you to sleep. So, yeah, I really liked it. And again, it's only 20 minutes of your time. So, yeah um i she probably will be quite big at some point so i'm looking forward to seeing what she does in the future in terms of like a proper album um but i liked the song deeper darker and then heavenly mother Mm -hmm. um so the last album i want to talk about kind of stumbled across it rather than 
I can't really explain. It's called What Kind of Music? And it's Tom Mish and Euclid Days. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah. Oh, so it's 12 songs in 45 minutes. It's not really a very long, very long album. Um, it comes under an alternative bracket. Yeah. Music. Um, it reminds me that the vibe for it is kind of, it feels to me like Mochiba 07 Okay. Do you know what I mean? Maybe and and also remind me of uh, reminded me a bit of Loyal Kana. Yeah. I've obviously got an ear for Loyal Kana because <laughs> when um when I read up on it, he Tom Mish told Apple that he was recording with Loyal Kana. Yeah. And he found um he called Yusuf to come and do some drums in a song he was doing with Loyal Kana. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's the song that's on, um, not Waving, but Drowning, Angel, it's called. Yeah. Um, so they did that and a couple of other songs for Loyal's album. And Loyal went and they stayed and recorded basically um, sounds that have gone into three of the songs for this album. Mm-hmm. So I think originally it was just an idea that they might do a song together, a, like a song together, and it's just spiralled on from there. Yeah. It's pretty chilled out. Not all the songs have got singing in. Some of them are pure instrumental. That's cool. It's it's quite funky. It is alternative because there's no, that it doesn't fit into any single bit. Any single genre. Yeah. So for me, that makes it really alternative. Yeah. My favourite songs are Night Rider, featuring featuring Freddie Gibbs, The Real, and Lift Off, which features Rocco Palladino. Ooh. And he's a bass player, mm. and I think I've mentioned that she's a girl got a bit of a thing for a bass line. Yeah. In terms of bass guitar. Um, <laughs> That song is instrumental and the bass guitar on it is just beautiful. Yeah. It's so good. And I've listened to that one quite a lot and it, it yeah, so it's, it's just a really lovely album. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's one of those albums you could probably like do do stuff to and have on in the back. Yeah. I, I sent it to my dad actually because I thought it was a bit of him. But yeah, really enjoyed it. I was glad I listened to it to be honest. Good. Yeah. yeah, it did. I saw it on um, Spotify. It popped up as one of the new releases, but I just didn't get round to listen yeah. to it. But yeah, that's cool. So, No Shock, 1975, <laughs> released a new song, but I didn't hate it the first time I listened to it. So, we're making progress over here. Um, it is called If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. And it's really been bugging me because I'm like, that sounds like an 80s song and I don't know what song it is, but I love it purely because of the whole 80s vibe. And weirdly, like I feel like 1975, I don't know if I've said this before, so stop me if I if I have. I feel like they're a band that with like each album, they like get better and better and better. Like they're one of those, like musically, I mean. So like they grow... Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. Like, they grow musically as a band. Um, So this song, like, the production value is really good, but then it has hints, to me personally, that kind of sound like old 1975, like, from one of their first albums. So it was kind of cool listening to it, and I think their album is coming out really, really soon, so I'm excited for that. It'll probably be next month that I will talk about it. Yeah. So. I think I... Something about that because Apple got this new section at the bottom that mm-hmm. says coming soon. So that'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, my first single is Feeding Super Lonely mm-hmm. featuring Gaff in the front room so I'm kind of listening to it so I kind of tune in and out but the amount of like TikTok songs that I hear but the, why are they why do we call them TikTok songs it's funny just, I, I 
Yeah, but it's just it's just funny that that is like become such a huge thing the last few months that like people are just on there. I guess people don't really have much else to do, but yeah, that song I hear all the time. So many people are listening to uh, or are like setting up TikTok on like dancers and doing stuff. It's I never. I've never seen so many people doing stuff and then post it to Instagram then so then you're seeing it on Instagram mm-hmm. TikTok but yeah yeah I don't mind it it's just one of those ones that I've just heard so much that I'm like oh okay and I'm jealous that I can't dance like that you know that's probably what it, what it comes down to I wish I could dance so mm-hmm. um, I still say that bring it on one we need to learn that I know I send it to my friends at work my friends at work <laughs> I send it to the girls, and um, I know a few of them are really like as into bringing it on as we are, mm-hmm. um, and they're completely up for filming it. So yeah, I think we do one of those things on TikTok where you've got like a split screen with everyone doing the same thing. So my next one, again, no shock, Joji <laughs> released a new song, um, called mm-hmm. "Gimme Love," and. Yeah, it's very catchy. I think, again, with him, like, he is growing so much as an artist. So it's, like, each song, like, vocally, he's getting better. Although I worry about him when he comes to, like, live performances because I feel like sometimes he sings certain bits live and then the rest he'll, like, point to the crowd for them to do. And they're all, like, the really high bits. And I'm like, oh, no, don't do that, Joji, don't. Um, but I really much, um, did you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Um, but I did really like this song. It's very catchy. Um, and again, an album is coming out soon, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So my next song that I'd like to talk about is called Just Say, and it's by McClevy. Mm-hmm. And it's quite chilled out. He's got a lovely voice. It's kind of R&B, soul type music. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just a lovely song. There's nothing else that I'm going to say about it. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> My last one is a bit of a throwback. So it's from oh. 2004 and it's a BBC Live Lounge. Yes. So Jamie Cullum, if you remember him, he I did do. a cover of Frontin'. And again, I heard that come up on the radio and I was like, what is this? Took my headphones off and I was like, oh my God. So again, you can imagine his style doing Frontin' by Pharrell is very different, but it's sort of not jazzy. I don't know how to put it, but it's just, yeah, it's not what you expect. Um, as you know, I'm a big fan of that song anyway, but this takes it to a different place, which... Again, with a cover, I very much like when they try something a bit different. So, yeah, really enjoyed listening to that. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so, my, um, so, the last song I want to talk about is called Deathbed, and it's by Pal Fu, featuring, now, hang on, Biba Dobi. Biba Dobi? Biba Dobi, I Okay. Um, and... Apparently, it's a TikTok song. It's another one. So you are jumping on the TikTok vibes. I wonder if maybe I'm just subconsciously hearing them when Evie's on TikTok. Maybe. Maybe. And they get into my head. But I actually really love this song. I heard it. I don't know where I heard it. I feel like it's on the radio. Anyway. I just think it's really lovely. Yeah. He's rapping, she's singing. It's just got a really like old soul voice. Um, uh, spoiler alert! One of her songs appears on my list for the theme. Oh no! How do you say her name? I have no idea. Bay Badabi, Bay Badabu. I don't know. Yeah, so I really like it. I did not know it was a TikTok song. I am alarmed at the amount of songs Evie knows the words to. And then when I say to her, how do you know this? She's like, TikTok. TikTok, duh. Yeah, I just love TikTok songs. (sighs) You want it for eight hours a day, like your daughter? 
she's not either, she's got a, a limit of holding. Record of the month. So my record of the month, again, is a throwback. The reason for this is it kind of links in with one of my news that kind of isn't news, but I'm saying that it's news. Um, It's Beastie Boys, Gratitude. Obviously, I will go more into the explanation of why I've chosen it in terms of what spurred me on in a minute when we get to the news section. Um, But this song is just epic. And this is Beastie Boys sort of trying something a bit different. This is them like playing actual instruments um, and stepping away from that whole rap style. So I really like this song um, and I'm a little bit obsessed with them again at the moment, but I'll explain why in the news section. So my record of the month is actually a throwback, it's not new. Yeah. And it's just something that I've heard quite a lot, and I don't know why it's just been on for one reason or another. It was on one of Ian's, when Ian took the radio or something. Um, and then it's just come up randomly on my on mm. things that I've been listening to. And it is Foundations by Kate Oh, very nice. Yeah, I find myself singing along to it. Doing her accent. Yeah, and it, and Amy asked me about what why is she talking about lemons? Cause she is. She sings. She actually tells you if you listen to words. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't listen to words. I just like beats. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just like beats. He doesn't actually listen to words. There are some songs. Have you never had that though? Where you're like, oh, oh no. my god, that's the actual meaning, and you're like, oh god, that took me like ten years to figure that one out. Yeah. Quite a lot better at the same time. I still pick up on words and mm. stuff, whereas in the name, they don't. They they beats first. I think. Yeah. But there you go. Interesting. Cool. A little throwback. I like that. Yeah. So news. News. Mm. Right. So my first one. I will kill. You know all the suspense that was there about my record of the month. So the reason I chose Beastie Boys is because Apple TV, I believe it's an exclusive for Apple TV, um, Spike Jones has directed a, it's a documentary, but it's sort of like a live show at the same time. So it's called yeah. Beastie Boys Story. So you have Mike D and Ad Rock basically on stage presenting the Beastie Boys story effectively in front of a live audience, but they have different visuals coming up, sort of like a PowerPoint, but way more bougie, which is really cool. And it's, I think it's just under two hours, but like, it's so captivating the way it's told. Like again, because they kind of, it's not just them talking throughout, cause they're quite funny anyway. Um, but they have videos, like old school videos of them as a band. They have old photos and they literally start from like the start. So when, you know, how they all met as like teenagers, they started in a punk band, then they discovered Run DMC and they became obsessed and then, you know, became this big uh, rap group. And it's just really cool to see them not only like talk about certain aspects in their career because they did get screwed over, which I didn't actually know. Um, they got screwed over just after the whole like fight for your right period in their career. Um, and they didn't want to make music anymore. Like they, they kind of separated, not officially, but they sort of separated. They didn't want to do it anymore. And then, yeah, they kind of got back together and then started making like some really cool music and I must admit right at the end I was sobbing my little eyes out I literally it's honestly it's amazing um and I think it really drives home sometimes like these people like they really cared about the music they made like they were just like so into the whole process um especially MCA which unfortunately you know he passed away it was literally the other day, I think it was the day after we watched it, it was like eight years since he died, which was crazy. Yeah. So it's really sad from that aspect, because actually what you learn, they're really humble. I feel they're really humble in the in the sense of like, they don't really talk about how much they kind of offered. They kind of say that MCA, 
MCA is sort of the one that kind of drove all the ideas. So I feel like they're being humble. But it makes you really sad because not only were they like really good friends, but they, you know, were so open to making this like really cool music. And it's sad that we never get to see them live and that he passed away so early. Um, But no, I would 100% recommend seeing it because it just, yeah, it really like shows them as people and, you know, they're they were like idiots at some stages of their career. Like they wanted to sort of be like before they got like popular, they would just like do outrageous things. So it's really funny seeing them like on stage presenting it at the age that they are now. But yeah, it's really cool. And Spike Jones is a really cool like director anyway. So kind of adding the two together. Yeah, it's really good. It's just really sad at the end. Not that it intends to be, but you know. Ad-Rock starts to cry a little bit and I was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out. But yeah, it's it just kind of goes back into like the whole archive um, of Beastie Boys. And I think if you're into hip hop and you're into that kind of thing, then definitely watch it. So mine's uh, a bit more, well, just ironic really. Um, but Donald Trump, I don't know if you've seen this news, Donald Trump toured a, a mask factory and some clever, clever person put on the radio in the factory, live and let die. Yeah, I saw this. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And it was the Guns N' Roses cover of the James Bond theme. Um, and yeah, he just, unbeknownst to him, walking around with living that double pain in the background and I just think I really truly is still with us <laughs> yeah yeah I think it was just funny I thought it was fake but then um yeah looking into it it was actually real so whoever did that balls you got some balls yeah and they're all walking around the factory I don't know if you've seen the video all walking around the factory without face masks on yeah and they're within you know touching distance yeah it's just it's ridiculous it's like that woman who came out and did did that thing where she was telling people not to touch their faces and then licked her finger to turn the page Mm -hmm. with a piece of paper she was reading from it's just silly silliness yeah yeah so i just remembered this while we were talking um post malone did like a live youtube live stream um raising money what was it for hang on so the live stream features a prominent call to donate to the United Nations Foundation's COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund for the World Health Organization. So basically, I don't know if this was planned in advance or if it was a bit of a like a last minute decision. I think probably him and his people were like, right, we're going to do a live stream, whatever. But it didn't say anything of what it would be on the Instagram post or any social media post that he did. So yeah, I think it was like on his social media, he just said he was going to do a live stream. It didn't specifically say what it was going to be. So everyone just kind of assumed it would be his own music. No, no, no. He did a tribute to Nirvana. So I can imagine all his like fans are like, what is this music? What's going on? Um, So he had a special um, appearance. He had different like um, band members um, who were very much two meters apart or even more. Um, So it was set up kind of like a live stream where it was like different cameras. So you can kind of see everybody. Um, But he had Travis Barker from Blink-182 on drums, which really random, but really cool. And yeah, it's kind of interesting to see Posty doing that kind of music. The first few songs, he still got his auto-tune on. Not like ridiculous, but just keeping him sort of in tune. And then... There's one song where he's like, you know what, I'm going to turn my auto-tune off. And you know what, it's not the most amazing performance, but he killed it. He killed it. And it was just like such a fun thing to watch him, you know, doing something a little bit different and just like rocking out. Um, But they managed to, at the time that I looked um, at this article that was... um, written it said that they had raised 2.7 million so it could be more by now but yeah that is incredible that he did that um such a good thing 
Um, yeah, so it was really cool. Again, it helps in this time when, again, as you said, you know, sometimes it's a bit hard where we are at home. Everybody's kind of working at home. Sometimes it's really hard to kind of be like, right, I need to chill out now because you've been in that space doing your work from whatever hours. So, yeah. She's spending 24 hours a day, seven days a week with the same people, which is not like most of my time is normally at the office. Yeah. And again, like yeah we're not used to this kind of situation so again even if you're like right i need a break you can go out and go to the shop normally you know you can do all of this stuff um whereas right now can't do that unfortunately so yeah yeah so i do think it's important you know minding your mental health and giving yourself that space yeah um and i think the first song that comes to mind for me when i want to relax um, it's it's probably Aretha Franklin and Angel. Yeah, that is good. She's so I miss her. Yeah, <laughs> a legend, an absolute on, legend. Um, on the playlist that Ian had on yesterday, and Evie started singing along to it, and I was just like, oh, it's the best song, and she was like, why is that? Cause she's dead. There you go. It is really sad, and she is a legend. Yeah. And I like that song. Legend. Yeah. Um, my first one is a bit of a throwback. So Corinne Bailey Ray, put your records on. <laughs> it's sort of bordering like I'm walking somewhere. But then I thought, you know what? I could be in the bath listening to this. This could chill me out. It makes me happy. Like it makes, it made you smile as soon as I said it. You were like, yeah. <laughs> what ever happened to her also? I don't know, I think she was a bit of a one-hit, was she not? Potentially, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the next one I want to talk about is Gregory Porter, No Love Dying, I'm pretty sure you would have been expecting. Yeah. Gregory Porter on that somewhere. Obviously. I love him. Predictable. I know. <laughs> um, my next one is her featuring Daniel Caesar, Best Part. So yeah. it's like a lovey song, but again, we... we Praise her all the time. But it's nice, just chilled out sort of R&B love in life. They can't see. I forget because we can see each other on FaceTime. They cannot see. I was just swaying my ponytail. <laughs> um, so since you've mentioned her, mm -hmm. I'm going to go with my hair song, uh, which is Wait For It. Mm -hmm. And I, I've actually only heard this quite recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it samples a song that I also would listen to under this kind of self-care, relaxing vibe. And that is Flowetry, so yeah. Oh. Two for one. Nice. So many, they were on my list of who could see and they just, I can't find them anywhere. Like they had that one album that I listened to on heavy rotation for mm -hmm. about five million years yeah and uh yeah boo yeah, um my next one is Khalid location Khalid okay. has one of those voices doesn't he where you're just like yep okay I'm chilled I purposely didn't choose that because I always <laughs> <laughs> yeah thing is I wanted to do another one but I was like it just doesn't hit the same there's some songs that do but I was like no it's not location it's not location yeah I'm gonna go Drake come through yeah because Drake <laughs> I like that you're like no explanation because you guys already know Drake come through um, okay, next one is Mac Miller, Hand Me Downs. Um, I spoke about this from his last album. Yeah, that whole album as a whole is just really chilled out anyway. So if I could, I would put that whole album. Um, but there has been 
several occasions when I'm in the bath and I'm relaxing that I do actually put this album on. So, yeah. Um, hmm, this song came on um, on a playlist. I don't know which even which playlist it was, but I put this playlist on whilst I was working the other day, and this song came on, and I really liked it. It's by Pink Sweat. Hmm. And it's called Honesty. Oh, I don't know if I know that song. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, my next one is Kendrick Lamar, and I've gone for Love. No. You're probably like, what song is she gonna go for? Kendrick, what? No, Love is, it's a lovely song. Yeah, kind of gets you wanting to dance, but then also you can be <laughs> relaxing to it. You know, best of both worlds. <laughs> Um, so a band that I mentioned earlier, or group, I don't know how you describe them, Whatever. Mm-hmm. Slow Down. Mm. Just the whole album. I think it's called, I'm not the one to say, Shorango. Oh. That whole album is just, yeah, it, that, that is me at 19. Mm-hmm. That album, chilled out, dancey vibes, bit of trip hop. Ooh. I like it. All of it. My next one is SZA, The Weeknd. Non-remix version, even though I do oh. love that. But the the original version, very chilled out. And again, her voice, incredible. I'm going to go Oldie Boycey, Nora Jones, Come Away With Me. Oh, song. all the throwback kind of oh, vibes today. Yeah. My next one is that artist that we didn't know how to pronounce her name. Baby, Baby, Baby. But it's also with someone called Oscar Lang. And choke it on my spit. Um, it's called <laughs> the <laughs> I did. You know where you feel like an I air bubble? <laughs> that's my new that's my breakthrough record. Um no, the song is called The Moon Song, which actually is a cover. The original version features in the movie called Her, if you've ever seen it with Joaquin Phoenix. It's a very lovely song. The AI, basically, he, like, falls in love with his AI and she, like, creates a song for him. And it's really cute. So, the next person I'm going to say is Lewis Capaldi. Ooh. Before You Go. Before You Go. I love I've not seen my pal Lewis much on social media at the moment. Oh. Maybe he's just relaxing. Yeah. Don't blame him. He's been very busy. Um, my next one is the Mamas and Papas Dream a Little Dream of Me. Lovely. Cute song. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Stampa. No one knows me. Like <laughs> Again, another not so surprising artist. No. My next one is Dominic Fike, Three Nights. I've spoken about this song before, but... He's a cool dude. It's a cool song. It's catchy. And I'm going to Drake again. <laughs> Featuring Santa. <laughs> Too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. I love that song so much. Well, I will be but predictable. Might... Oh, no, carry on. I was just going to say, I might be listening to it. Too much. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to be predictable, and I'm going to go Childish Gambino, Redbone. <laughs> no explanation needed. None. Dermot Kennedy, Power Over Me. Mm-hmm. Get your power over me. I discovered on the weekend, just gone, we um, seem to do this thing with Dad and Claire where fortnightly we do a quiz, and it was my turn to host the quiz. I feel like it didn't go down very well. I think I potentially made the questions a bit too hard. So I was beating myself up a little bit about it. We somehow got on to doing accents. And I've discovered, or they discovered, that I, in trying to do a Scottish accent, I can do an Irish accent. Come on, then. <laughs> Purple curly... You can't bring it up and not do it. Purple curly whirly. 
But I never knew that that was inside. Purple curly whirly and a pint of Guinness. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, my next one is Rex Orange County. Loving is easy. Because loving is easy. And it's a cute song. Nice piano. I'm going to go Leon Bridges, River, Not Beyond. Oh. Because if I did Beyond, it doesn't need to go on the playlist because that always drops out. No comment. Um, my next one is, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, which is really annoying. It's Sufjan Stevens, S-U-F-J-A-N, Sufjan. I apologise. Um, but the song is called Mystery of Love, and it features in another film called Call Me By Your Name, which again is a very cute film, and it's very like, it's like a journey song. You're like on the bus or something and you can imagine this whole music video going on in your head. One of those songs? You're like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. I'm going to go Tracy Chapman's Bath Car. Ooh. I like that song. Um, so, following on from Tracy, I've got Shadow by Your Story. Yeah. Uh, Massive Attack and Teardrops. Yeah, obviously. I was always going to say Teardrops. Labyrinth. Beneath Your Beautiful. Yeah, that is a really cute song. An Urban Species and Blanket. Mm-hmm. Zero Seven, Destiny featuring Sia and Sophie Barker. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one is from Paramore and it's the song called 26. So it's from their last album. Um, it's a lot more acoustic, a bit more emotional. But yeah, it's good. Um, so my last one for this was someone who was um, Arnell's, like, one of her favourite singers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a song that I listen to mainly when I'm missing her, to be fair. But it is quite relaxing. And it's Eva Cassidy and Fields of Gold. Oh, that is really nice. Yeah. That is a nice way to end, definitely. Oh. Don't be sad. You're cute. You're cute. <laughs> Yeah. Cute. You're cute. You're cute. No, you. But yeah, so hopefully, you know, you listen to that playlist and it'll make you feel chilled out. Chill. In this time of too much chill, where you start to feel a bit too. What's the word? What is the word? I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. But you just feel boxed in. You feel, um, yeah, a bit complacent. Yeah, so hopefully music can help you kind of escape that for a little bit, and then hopefully it won't be too much longer um, until we can start just easing back into day to day life. Again, I understand it's not going to be straight away, but you know, it'll be Amy good. Yeah. Amy only realised the other day that she hasn't had any birthday presents from you yet. No, I know. And she was like, hang on a minute, I didn't have any presents from Jessie, and she does the best presents. And I was like... There's only one. There's only one. Yeah, but I bet it's a good one. You know what it is. I won't say, just in case that she, she listens. But it's literally wrapped. It's right beside me, it's wrapped. It's been wrapped for ages. Yeah. I think we're both going to have quarantine birthdays. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. But we can make up for I, it. I did order you three presents. Yeah. Oh, three. 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 I'm really excited. Well, technically it's two because I need one to complete the other one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm so excited about it. Honestly, I can't even tell you how excited I'm telling Ian about it. He just wasn't as enthusiastic as I know he will be. Okay. But hopefully soon we can do this in person again. Yeah, just a little. As usual, you can find us on our website. Yep. Beautifully created by one Jessica. Um, Which has links to 
Oh, no, you don't. Um, but we do also have a playlist um, that we put on Spotify and Apple Music. So if you just search um, Pump Up The Jam podcast, you can find our profiles from there. Or again, it is linked on our social media that you can find via our website. So much easier to say. But yeah, another episode done. It's going to be 30 episodes next month as well. Big 3-0. Birthday party, definitely. The big 3-0. <laughs> but yeah, have a good rest of your month as always. Stay safe. Oh, I just hit the mic. Stay safe. Did I say that? Yeah. I Then wash your effing hands. I won't be as aggressive this time because I don't have it in me. But we'll get through this. We together. So we'll... We'll speak to you next month and hopefully it'll be in b- better circumstances. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers okay. Crossed. okay. Thank you okay. for listening. Stay safe. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.